0: Before we start this episode of the Mavis Podcast, I'd just like to apologize for the uh, issues with Jules' audio this week. We had a bit of a problem when recording. I'm sure next episode will be back to normal. We actually had a lot of fun recording this episode, so I hope you enjoyed listening to it. But yeah, I'm off to play golf
1: later. We've we've had this conversation, yeah. It's not golf.
2: <laughs>
1: it's green things. The, the crazy kind. It's not golf. It's, it's just not natural now. What do you mean it's not natural?
0: <laughs> natural I'm golf.
1: golf. I'm playing golf later.
0: What, so you think that everybody has to state the kind of golf they're playing? Like, crazy golf, or golf just means mm. golf on a field? Mm, golf. What if they have an inside golf? Is there a such thing as an inside golf place? Yeah. Well, does that count as just golf?
1: No, that counts as indoor crazy golf. <laughs> crazy. It's, I'm serious. No, I'm what it's about called. indoor golf. That is not crazy. Uh, there's no such thing. Okay, that that is my question. I mean, there probably is. I mean, I'm sure someone's built in. I mean, they they build. did so in- that count as just golf or indoor? Yeah, probably. Golf? I, I don't know. It'll be indoor golf because they they have like indoor ski slopes, don't they? So I wouldn't right. be surprised if they <laughs> had they
3: <an indoor laughs> ski slopes, therefore they've got indoor <laughs> golf. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's
3: how it works. So let
1: me just clarify, you're
0: saying that if I say I'm going to do golf, and I'm actually doing to do, going to crazy golf, I have to say I'm going to crazy golf. However, if I say I'm going to golf, no, you can't say that. If I'm going to play golf, that's outdoor golf on a field. But if I'm doing normal golf indoors, I have to say indoor golf.
3: Yes. Okay, and it's a course. It's a golf course, and then they're not called sticks; they're called clubs. I know and that. Way. I learned this. I learned
0: this. I've been to a driving range as part of my PE lessons in high school many years ago.
3: PE lessons. Yes, a driving range.
0: One of my yeah, it was amazing. One of my friends that we killed someone in our class because um, why would that? Why is that funny? Because he didn't kill him, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look,
3: that's that is the criteria. No, no, it to make was it very funny.
0: Guys, just listen to me. Okay. Right. He had a driver and he was like, I reckon I can really hit this like super far. And what happened is he swung it as hard as he could, missed the ball, um and then kept like holding on to the the club as it went up. And it was like facing, it was like facing upwards at this point and then let go and it bounced off the driving range cover and went straight down right next to someone and nearly killed them.
3: Do we do we know it actually nearly killed them or did it? I mean, just nearly
0: hit them. I would assume that if it would have hit them, it would have killed them. There was a lot of power behind that thing. Also, it broke the driver.
1: Wow. Mm. What is this guy Superman or something?
4: No, no. Does he does he play golf?
1: No, no.
0: Is it indoor oh, golf?
1: It was a driving range outside. Out, was outdoors. it? Oh right, so it was an indoor
0: driving range. No, it wasn't. It just had a cover. <laughs> okay. It was a driving range. With See? the grass was outside, I was under a
1: cover. Have you seen the new Range Rover Evoke, guys? Have You seen what what it looks like in, inside? It's insane. Although I'm, it's an Evoke. It's got. An, it comes with an Apple Watch app now. Well, my car, our cars have a an Apple Watch app. Do they?
0: Yes. No, they've got an iPhone app. No, they have a watch app as well.
1: Is it? This is is Apple, it? Apple Watch app. Uh, what? Uh, this one looks way better. You've
0: never, even, you've never even used this <laughs>
1: I just know the, B- the BMW app is terrible. I've got
0: 106 miles in my tank. Oh, it just crashed. <laughs> just crashed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Told you.
0: Not my car. Uh, apparently my doors are unlocked. I can assure you that they are not unlocked. And it's telling me how to walk to my car, which is parked outside my house. It does put a picture of my car on the, uh, on, on the, the watch face, though, which is quite nice.
3: But, but doesn't your, if I remember correctly, this iOS app for your for your cars is really bad because it's, it's like super delayed. I remember when Jordan got his car and he showed me, and we were outside, we were outside my flat, and he and he was just um, and wasn't
1: it like freezing cold as well. Yeah, it was really
3: cold, and you, and you were like, I'm going to turn the lights on, and you press the button, and we just waited,
2: we just yeah. waited for
3: ages, and then the lights turned on. After absolute years. I think we reserved the
1: fact that we we're going to go inside after about five minutes and then as we we're walking inside it, fi- they finally went on or something. Yeah, Because it communicates over a satellite, doesn't it? I don't
4: know.
1: I would assume so.
0: But you know what the, you know what the worst thing about the app is, Jules, is that what?
1: Um, Oh god, here we go.
0: You can cool your you can, uh, you can ventilate your car alright, and which is supposed to reduce heat in the car even though I've tested it in some way, it doesn't really do that well.
3: Ventilated,
0: yeah. So it it just basically turns on like some airflow stuff. The air conditioning, okay. Well, I don't think it's air conditioning either, because right in in winter you're like, oh, it's really cold outside. What I'll do is I'm going to get up, so I'll put my car on now and start heating it up. You go into the yeah. app, and there's no way to heat up the car, only to reduce heat. Right, which is the opposite of what I want which in the is, winter when which it's, it's the frozen. Of what you actually want, you're right? Right. Okay. And that annoys me. I
3: bet, yeah, I bet it works in in, in America
0: in a first-world problem
3: kind of way, but you know, yeah, it's probably because it can't start the engine.
0: There is a button here that says "ventilate now, reduce heat in your in your vehicle." I can also start a climate timer, but I don't know what that means, and there's no climate you set. It just says that a climate timer must be five minutes from now because it has to transfer, and it will take five minutes to get to the car. <laughs> Is that why? Probably. Well, if you said it for now, it's just not going to happen, is it? And the event will be missed.
3: Have you been reading your Kindle
0: recently?
1: You know what? I haven't touched my Kindle list since the first week in February. It's been a bit of a shame. I've been so busy that I've not had time to read it or anything on it. You know,
3: I was, I was actually, um, I was thinking the same thing uh, last night. So I'm actually doing my spring review at the moment. Mm. And as part of that, I go through, um, like previous notes and my triggers lists and all those kind of things. Mm. And, uh, one of them was that I wanted to read a couple of books on my Kindle. Mm. And, um, and I looked and I like, I'm basically like one chapter in on both of them. And I thought, oh, that's a, that's a bit of a shame. Like, yeah. I, cause I wrote that, I think I wrote that in February and I was like, I really want to, I want to read these two books because they're mm. not available as, audio um, audiobooks and I just wanted to I just wanted to read them and, and it, it feels like a bit of a shame really because I've been, I have been carrying my Kindle around and I, I have had it available with you know for me in the evenings but me I too. just for some reason this month it, yeah it's just not come out.
1: Yeah I don't know why. Yeah I know yeah I know exactly how you feel because I've um every time I put like my my iPad back in my bag, my Kindle is there and I put my Apple Pencil in the slot next to the Kindle. And mm, every day I'm like my poor kindle yeah you, you poor thing i haven't done you know
0: i haven't finished my book this month yet i've got like four hours on it left I'm, I'm on it. It's, it's just been a long book and i want to try to do one a month and you i've been at the moment i've been doing like two a month.
1: yeah yeah
0: but this one's just been a longer book so makes sense really four hours dead
1: on it left not even is it four hours zero minutes Interesting. It's interesting because I finished that Elon Musk biography uh, on Audible. Mm. uh, And I I finished that pretty quickly, but that was kind of February. And in March, I've listened to very little Audible in comparison to what I listened in February. Um, However, I have been listening to some podcasts more recently uh, over the last two weeks. Um, I started listening to them in Spotify, um, you know, because Spotify has like podcasts on it now. I know. Well, I got, someone sent me a link to a podcast, and it was a Spotify. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll hit the play button on this. It'll be good. We're on Spotify. We are, are on Spotify. Shameless plug. We're on Spotify. Go listen to us on Spotify. Oh, wait, you're already listening to us. Um, and I started listening to this podcast, and I was like, oh, okay. And it ended, right? And I was like, right, it's like a six-part a series. You know when they'd like split podcasts into like multiple parts? Like 20, 30 minutes a piece. And I was like, oh, right, I'll listen to the next one. The user interface was literally impossible to find the next one. Oh, really? Yeah. I w- because it's
3: not geared towards podcasts, it's more for, for um, music.
1: Yeah. Cause I, and I was, ju- I was literally I was literally just like, like I was like, right, you know, put in the podcast name. And it wouldn't come up in the search. So I, I had to go back to the WhatsApp link that was sent to me, click it. And I was like, right, I still can't get to the next one. I literally couldn't find the next episode on on the Spotify thing. Like you would expect, like the, them to be in some kind of collection or I can play next. I was just, I mean, I was like, I was a bit off actually.
3: So how did did you resolve this? Did you manage to? Yeah,
1: I, I, oh yeah, yeah. I switched to Overcast. That's how I resolved it. Oh
3: right. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So I use I use uh, Overcast. I never used Apple Podcast because I I just uh, because I just used Overcast from, from day one basically. Uh, but it's but it's geared it's geared towards podcasts. Like it, yeah. it makes sense.
4: Yeah,
3: I haven't actually used um, Spotify, but it's my understanding that it's geared towards uh, listening to playlists and shuffling stuff. I don't know.
1: Put it this way: this is what this is what really infuriated me was I basically I basically listened to the podcast on the way to work, got to work, listened to a lot of music from my library in Spotify, and then was like, on the way home, I want to listen to this podcast again. I couldn't save it. I couldn't find it. Like I couldn't find the next one. It was just. I. It was like I spent must have must have spent five or six minutes in the car just messing around with Spotify, just thinking to myself, "Is it me? Am I am I being thick? You know, like there must be some because I've 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 recently had like these moments where I feel like I'm going senile at, at, at computers, um, a little bit where like I was on like an app and I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm like on the Google Maps app, right? And I'm like, how the hell do I get directions?
0: Oh my god! How do you get that to change modes? It's terrible when you don't know.
1: And I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think maybe it's me, or is it just user experience is getting worse? So long story short, they switched to Overcast, and I was like, right, play, and they were all there in a list, and I could find them, and it was great. And I was like, thank for that. All right, let's get started with some follow up. Um,
0: I only have one one topic for follow-up that is that the Burton, the case, I'm going to call it a case now from the pen Addict, Kickstarter actually does have a zip and Jules, you were right. Yeah, it looked like
3: it, didn't it? But, well, um, I
0: disagree. <laughs> and <laughs> I th- I, I didn't, know. I didn't think it did. And also I'm pretty sure I heard them say it doesn't have a zip, but um, I've seen pictures of the actual uh, prototype now and it, it definitely does have a zip. It does. It does have a zip, which is that,
3: which which helps. That's great.
0: That's what you want. You want wanted it. Yeah. So um, I'm going to call it a case now because we were discussing that in the last episode about what we should call it. Because
3: yeah, I kind of want one now. It's going to it? zip.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> it just uh, finished. So it well, just finished getting is it? Or... No, <laughs> it just finished kickstarters. Kickstarting. Kick... Right. Kickstarter. That, yeah. What? What is the past tense of? Oh wait, not even the past tense. It got kickstarted. I would say kickstarted.
1: Yeah, but is that is that is that past tense or is that like what 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 is the term for being in a state of being kickstartering? Kickstarting. No, yeah, maybe, yeah, but that that would insinuate, right? Maybe they just call it like kicked and
0: kicking, and you know, because they're all like cool.
1: Yeah, but kickstarting means does does that mean it's the whole process of being kickstart, being on Kickstarter, or is that the start of Kickstarter, of kickstarting?
3: Yeah, I think it's to kickstart of a business or a product, isn't it? So. It's not kick until it's until it's done.
1: Right. So you it's being it's in a state of being kickstarting. kickstartering. It I think it's currently It's kickstarted, but it's not
0: done. It has
3: been kickstarted.
0: Yeah. It's like a motorbike, right? Or like a scooter. You kickstart those, don't you? Yeah, but that,
1: that happens so quickly.
0: Right. Whereas whereas
3: Kickstarter takes a while. Yeah. Just
0: imagine there's a guy <laughs> stood there for thirty days. Yeah, just trying with his bike. Yeah, to just run. hold
1: on. I'm kickstarting my bike. Kickstarting. Yeah, I'd say kickstarting. Andrew, you've got some new pens, right? Yeah, I do.
0: Um, let's go into that topic. It was my birthday in at the end of February, and we was I guess we had some things that were more important to talk about uh, the last episode, but um, I decided to get some more pens, which is just
1: so typical of me. How do you? How many do you have now? Uh, what fountain
0: pens? Or
1: uh, uh, yeah, let's just stick with that.
0: Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Plus, um, I have a double-headed fountain pen, which is it's amazing. Uh, by Pen BBS, and I have a Kaveco that I don't use. The Kaveco Classic Sport that's on a shelf.
3: Does the double-headed one count as one or two? Yeah, it's <laughs> that same thing. It
0: has two separate ink tanks and. Wow. Two separate nibs.
3: That's the kind of thing that would, that breaks databases.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's a fun pen. Um, problem with that one is that um, the the nibs were perfectly aligned when I first got it, and I unscrewed them, inked it up, and put them back in. And now, when you have both of the caps off, they're facing in different directions; like they're rotated to different angles, and it's um, annoying because I can't align them. <laughs> does that get Does that get your OCD? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Not that you'd have them both out at the same time anyway, right? Right. Surely not. The problem is that you know.
0: Yes, exactly. I was just about to say, I know. I know what's going on under that cap. Anyway, the actual pens that we're going to talk about now are... Um, I have a Sailor Gear Slim uh, Cosmos Limited Edition uh, that I picked up a
1: sailor pro gear slim cosmos limited edition
0: yes that's that's a mouthful well I mean, that's not even that's not even the nib size either what does the
1: ef mean extra fine
0: yes uh, i'm learning about these pen things <laughs> okay um, <laughs> okay so um i actually got this model originally in a fine because uh japanese nibs are typically extremely, like, the extra fines are, are really, really fine, so I thought I could get away with a, possibly a smoother nib that was a fine and still have similar lines to what I'm used to with other extra fines. However, it was it was nice and smooth, but it was just too...
3: <laughs> it wasn't fine enough, Yeah, exactly. Uh, I got to try both of these. Um, you did? And I really... I, I liked both, but um, I could totally understand what you were saying with that fine uh, because mm. you write... You write very small.
0: I do. And it caused a problem.
3: Yeah. And that, that fine, if you're writing it, that's at your size. It is, it was too unfine. The, um, when I tried the, uh, when I tried the extra fine afterwards, cause I didn't, I mean, they were, they were both nice. It, it, it is, it is very interesting how much difference that makes. Because there's probably not a lot in it, right? If you actually measured, I don't actually know what the measurements are. I didn't, I didn't inspect it that closely, but there can't be much difference in those nibs, but it really makes a difference when you write with it. Yeah. And the extra fine was, I don't want really to use a word, uh, scratchy because that kind of sounds negative, but, but you know what I mean? Grippy. Yeah. And, um, and that was nice in a, in a really nice way.
0: Yeah. Um, you get quite a uh, personal touch with your paper because you can feel its
3: grooves it sounds yeah, really can, romantic yeah you, you can you can yeah yeah you actually feel <laughs> it as you move across yeah. the paper but um what a beautiful pen mm. um it looks gorgeous what ink do you have in it now
0: okay so oh gosh <laughs> i really cannot pronounce this um try it's a seventeen ninety. no i really don't want to it's a dark purple from 1798 um i will put a link in the show notes because i can't i can't say it but it basically it's a a dark purple that i was suggested um to that kind of goes with this pen quite nicely i already have the iroshizuku um purple that i like and that's in the eco still um but this was this was suggested a, a an ink that goes really well with this pen so that's what i bought as a little side project
3: and it did it did go well with it it, it does well
0: it. yeah so yeah. this pen um is the most expensive pen i've bought so far um at around 130 pounds
1: that sounds expensive
0: but it is amazing i've been i've been kind of stalking these pens on instagram for a long long time collecting images of them and really enjoying them so when it was time for me to have a bit of cash for my birthday, I thought that i would uh I would treat myself to one of these and it's actually so it's a purple it's a kind of dark purple pen that kind of has like sparkles in it and a bit of glitter and stuff, so it's, it's, that's why they call it the cosmos
3: yeah it looks like it's been like it, you see shapes in it as well don't you? It yeah looks like it could be like a nebula or something
0: and it's got uh silver furniture. I tell you what, this this pen does have a very majestic nib. It does. It certainly
1: <laughs> does. The most majestic of nibs. Uh,
3: I don't know if it's the most majestic. Of nibs, is it? Is it got a majestic. name
1: like Sir Nibelot the <laughs> Second?
3: So the Second.
1: <laughs> I don't know. So so I have the I have the Bock nib that
0: I um, originally coined the term uh, majestic nib with on the the Karis Customs, the Iron Man one, and this one is. It's definitely not as like wide as that that nib, not as majestic, but it's, it's longer. It has a really, really nice design on the nib with the, the Sailor brand and the, the anchor at the top of the pen and also on the nib. But this pen, when I first got it, I was a bit concerned about the weight of it because I typically like metal, you know, heavier pens that kind of mm-hmm. feel as though they're there's more to them if that, like, yeah,
3: and 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 you hate the the sport that you've got that's really light,
0: right? The the Kaveco that I got was freakishly light and felt like it was a thin piece of plastic, which technically it is. So I I don't know if that was painting that kind of picture in my head when I first got this. Got slightly heavier when I inked it up, but not massively. You know, it's just using a converter, so it's not too much extra weight, but it's still very light and. I don't. I, I, it doesn't really as you know. It doesn't. I don't mind it as much right now. It's it's a very strong pen, a very well made pen. So um I'm not concerned about it. You know, potentially breaking just because it's made. You know, it's light.
3: Yeah. It's it's not. It's not about that, is it? Whereas I suppose the Carico uh, Sport is like feels flimsy. Like it's supposed yeah. to be like an everyday carry pen, and right. you don't really want to put it in your pocket. Whereas the the, the pro gear was more. It's just made out of lighter materials, mm-hmm. um, but but it doesn't feel like it's going to crack if you, you know, if you bend it a little bit.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I d- I don't really know what what more to say about this pen. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. It's one of my favorite pens. It's got a very thin line, and yes, it is a, a Japanese extra fine nib, so it's very very thin compared to um, some of the extra finds I have, like the uh, Bock nibs, which I think are German, so they're not. They they definitely they don't match in terms of extra fine, but I think I think I'm happier with this extra fine than I was with the fine for sure. Definitely, well, I don't think it. I I know that I am. So yeah, I'm really happy about this pen. I think it's probably my favorite pen, up there with the Iron Man, probably joint joint first place with the the Iron Man Karas Customs.
3: So you mentioned you mentioned the Iron Man Karas Customs earlier. And did. you didn't you didn't just call it your Karas Customs Inc., you call it your Iron Man Cas custom, Karas <laughs>
0: I did I had to clarify which Karas Customs ink, didn't I? Uh, oh,
2: and
3: why did you have to clarify which Karas Customs ink?
0: I I had a little bit of money left over for my birthday after buying the ink and the the Sailor Pro Gear that um I thought I would put to good use. And on Pens, you can buy the Karas Customs Clipless caps and barrels for I think around thirty-seven pounds, thirty-five pounds, which is pretty cheap. And like for for because I know that is a very good pen with the you know with the um I like that shape and design and the weight of it with the Ironman Man cars customs. But it's a clipless model, so the cap does not have a clip in it, like my Iron model does. And I think for the the model with a clip, it's another twenty or so pounds, about fifty-seven pounds for the barrel and cap. And uh, so I thought I would, you know, I would maybe buy a an, an all black um barrel and cap uh in the clipless model, because I did like the clipless, I like the simplicity of it. I also bought a black grip section, which was around twenty pounds, I think 19 pounds or whatever. Um and then I ordered an 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 all black German uh bock nib in extra fine um to make an all black clipless Karas Customs ink, which I've got it right here, and it's very nice. Um, I will say that the the grip section this time is made out of plastic.
3: Yeah, I, I remember. I remember you mentioning it like straight away when you got it, and I said that you probably wouldn't notice after a while. Uh, do, do you? Is it a problem? Is it a thing that you notice?
0: I would say that if I focus on it, I definitely notice. Um, it feel it just because I'm used to the the brass. The brass has quite a grippy feel to it. It feels like you're, you know,
3: uh, touching yeah. metal. Yeah, brass in particular, because of the way that it it, it reacts right. to like like skin and stuff. It it it, it has a it has a feeling that yeah, it's not like shiny plastic. It's not like you know,
0: smooth plastic. Yeah, yeah, it's not smooth. So this pen is very very smooth. This, this sorry, this grip section is very very smooth, and. Um, I'd notice it like that, I, I guess, because, you know, I, it's it's smoother than the the Karis Customs. It's also lighter because of it on the front end, which isn't yeah. necessarily too much of a problem. But I definitely like the weight of the, the Iron Man Karis Customs with the brass uh, yeah. grip section.
3: Yeah, so, so I assume the Iron Man one is still your favourite out of the two.
0: Yes, yeah. I would say that this pen is very nice. I don't pro- I don't use it enough right now, I guess. Um, I've got to that point now where I need to probably ink up less pens. You probably
3: do. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm assuming you do not have any that have black ink.
0: Correct. None of them have black ink.
3: Could this be the black ink?
0: I've actually got the Amaero uh, palette, Oro uh, Shizuku, in this. Oh, right. Okay. So it's blue. Uh, I'm really liking that. I don't think I'm going to buy black ink. Okay, I'm happy without it. Um, I've got the stream for that.
3: But what about when we need to sign important papers? We just we just have to use our boring old jet streams, right?
0: Yeah, I'll just use your your prime single, okay. your rotating delivery single, which actually does look kind of professional. I think that is a pen it that's does, worthy, yeah. of, with, worthy of worthy uh, of signing important documents. But the one thing I do want to say about this pen, uh, the clipless model specifically, is that not having a clip does mean it has has rolled off my desk uh, here twice. And I have a carpet floor and no damage has been, you know, nothing's happened to it. It hasn't leaked.
3: Yeah, but you don't want to do that in the office.
0: Right. So, yes, the clipless model is very nice because it's minimal. It doesn't have a clip and I don't necessarily need to clip it into anything. But it does roll.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a very good looking pen. But um, in that way maybe a little bit less practical i suppose
0: yeah i think i figure this one's going to be hard to photograph um because the for example the nib has obviously the the detail on the nib the drawing on it um i'm going to put some in inst- uh, some shots on instagram after this uh, so they'll be in the show notes uh of these pens but i th- i figure this one's going to be a hard one to picture cuz it's all black and yeah showing all that details hard but also, having, being able to stop this pen from rolling is also going to be pretty tough, I imagine. So, they're, they're, yeah, my two new pens. I, yeah, the favorite one so far is still the, well, joint, joint first place of favorite pens is the Iron Man Karas Customs Inc. and this Sailor Pro Gear. I do actually have, I think I bought another Twisby Eco, and I don't know if I mentioned that on the show. Um, but I figured I wanted another and that, you know, they're, they're, a really good price for what you get as a pen they're really solid so i'm yeah i'm really happy with that in terms of a next pen i think getting another resin pen that has you know the kind of color i don't know how to describe this style but the the color mix and matches like the that you see loads of pens that they have um
3: yeah it's like i Actually, I don't, I was going to, I was going start talking about, that. Actually, I don't know what they call it. Um, I'm sure there is a name, but it's where, um, and yeah, it's, it's where, it's where they've used, uh, like multiple types of resin and kind of mix them together to make, to yeah. kind of make the, the, the barrel, which is what they make it out of. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I remember ages ago when we first talked about, um, fountain pens and I was just like, there are so many different barrel designs yes. out there. This is, this is why fountain pens is, uh, is like a, a, a totally different world to mm-hmm. your normal kind of ball or point um, pens. Because there is so much innovation in the, the barrels and the nibs and the inks that you just get, uh, you know, infinite kind of customize, customization across, across the board really. Mm-hmm. But also I think it's easier for, People to just, uh, for businesses to just get into and start making them. Like, Kara's Customs, they, they have all the equipment to make pens. Why don't they make pens? That kind of thing where, um, you know, people can just make this stuff happen. Whereas, yes, you get the Kickstarter barrels for things like the, um, you know, refills, like the Parker refills yeah. and so on. But it's it's not the same. It's not no. the same as the the kind of innovation that you see in the world of, of fountain pens. It's really it is really uh, interesting to see. But yeah, I I totally get that. There's there are a lot of very very good looking fountain pens out there. Yeah, and especially especially with those um, more interesting styles with the resin, where mm-hmm. they kind of mix things in and they've used you know different processes and stuff like that
0: just to just to touch on that as well i think that um i wouldn't be unhappy especially well who i am right now i wouldn't be unhappy that if in the future i have various different parts from the karas customs kind of ink set that i can chop and change to make up you know different color you know the the grip and the barrels and stuff like that i wouldn't i wouldn't be unhappy having all these different colors that i can chop and change to make these different designs when i you know see fit and explore with that stuff and that's the that's the nice thing about having you know the the customs um i can also change the nibs on them if i wanted to uh but the Bok nibs are of course very majestic (laughs) and very nice
1: so majestic a lot the second
0: (laughs) i i'm really happy with these pens um i guess we'll check in again when when i have something else to talk about
3: yeah, I mean, I, so just, just in case the, the listeners were interested, I'm still using the same pen. I, I have not changed. Pen.
0: I think, yeah, you still need to get an eco or something or something, maybe.
3: But, um, I'm, I'm still extremely happy with my Jetstream Prime rotating delivery <laughs> single. single or whatever it's called. And since, since getting that pen, I have used that one the most. Um, and I have. I've used my, um, my shovel a little bit less than, than before, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not fast. It's not a problem. Um, it's just the the way that it's kind of ended up being. But yeah, I'm really, really happy with, 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 uh, with, with my current pen choice, but it seems so, I don't know, less exciting than, 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 um, than what you're experiencing at the minute with those, <laughs> with the pens.
0: Probably. I have new inks as well to try. I have a different kind of orange from uh, Diamine and I have a different red because I had the cherry before um, and I have a different red now, so I want to try that out. Well, oh,
3: ch- the, cher- the cherry, was that the one that you had in that Moon Pie? Moon
0: Moon, <laughs> moon Man. Yes, it was in the Moon Man. Uh, the Moon Man M2.
3: I loved that combination.
0: Yeah, it was. it I looked amazing mean... in that pen. I think yeah. I would, cause the, maybe, I mean, maybe you could get a man because they are on Amazon. You can get them for Prime and they're like 19 pounds. So maybe yeah. you should buy one and I'll, I'll link one up for you and you yeah. can see how you feel about it. How does that sound? Uh
3: I'm just wondering when I'll use
0: it. Sweet. Let's just mention that, um, we were very lucky, uh, that, um, a listener of the show, uh, and, the runner of uh, Nero's notes and the eighteen fifty seven podcast uh sent us some stuff. We haven't actually had a chance to play with it yet, but uh we're very grateful for that, so thank you, uh, Stuart. And um we'll we'll play with that stuff. And part of that what you sent us with these uh these Pebble stationery co Samoe River notebooks jewels. So yeah. maybe Yeah. Maybe yeah. you could you could maybe. Try on
1: one of those.
3: I do I, I do have one of these in front of me right now, yeah.
1: Mm. I have one in front of me. I don't have mine in front of me. Mine is on my desk at work. So, so, uh, my pano books only just managed to get home, like yesterday. So, they have been replaced with the new stationery to sit on my desk, uh, to admire, um, until such time as it comes home and, um, ends up in the, the office. But yeah, it is it's always really nice, isn't it, to, to, to have, have new things to, to play with. Um, I keep, Listening to you say, play with these things, and then I'm thinking, play with these things too. But, it you know, it sounds a bit weird thinking about it to say that.
3: Uh, well, not to me. I think with, uh, there's something about the... the, the with the stationery, really, because it, cause it's like a different... You're like going into like a different... Mode. Mode, yeah, to, 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 to play to, you know, for a better way to play with this stuff, because you're trying it out, right? Mm. Um, And I think... I think it's the right term. Like when you, when you get a new, a new pen and a new notepad, Mm. you want to play with it. (laughs) You want to, you want to, you want to draw some, some lines. I have a few favorite uh, phrases that I like to write out with Andrew Santin pens when I try them, which I cannot say on the podcast. No. But yeah, you know, it's, it isn't it. It's, you're you're playing with them. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's quite enjoyable to, to try out these, these, uh, these new things.
0: I think it kind of it has some hint of creativity in there, like being playful and playing mm. around with stuff. Like it's just yeah. I don't think it's weird at all, personally. But that Tomoe
1: River notebook, eh?
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah. what I'm currently thinking is that I mentioned um that I use the Habanichi Tomoe River notebooks, the small pocket notebooks at the moment for fountain pen testing. That one of those is 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 currently running out, so I'm happy to be switching what i used there i'm thinking that this this pebble stationary Co notebook uh could happily sit in the button zipped up nicely jules um zipped and uh could sit in there for my fountain pen testing and carry that around with me because i carry field notes in my uh in my notco seed uh but i can't i obviously can't use a jet stream in into my well sorry can't use my fountain pens in field notes so
3: yeah yeah so so you want this kind of paper and it is a this one in particular is a dot grid as well so
1: mm-hmm.
3: very very nice with were with were the the with were the 1857
1: notebooks also dot grid they are dot grid as well yeah mm. i'm not sure what
3: type of paper they are though i haven't
1: no. Stuart. let us know what paper is it i sounded like a dalek then yeah there, there's
0: no specification on them at the moment so it'd be good to know actually
1: yeah we also got some stickers and badges, right? we did,
0: yeah, and some pencils as well, which is very nice yeah, um, yeah, and a handwritten message, which is lovely, so um, we're very grateful for that it's It's actually really nice to you know receive something for for doing this show, so um yeah, I think Jules, you need to buy a moon man, I'll link it up, and then you'll try it in one of these pebble stationary Co. notebooks. Sounds great, let's move on. <laughs> 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 Speaking of uh, speaking of paper goods, Jules, do you want, like? You've been having some changes in your Hobonichi, uh life at the moment, haven't you?
3: Yeah, I think it was uh, it was actually at the start of this month. You know how I said I was gonna I was gonna power on and try using the two notebooks, and then you know if I decided that it that wasn't working, I would review it. Well, I I decided to review it basically. Uh, earlier on this month, I sat down with my notebooks to, to just kind of go through them to do a bit mm-hmm. of a review. And I realized at the time that basically I hadn't used, I hadn't written anything in the back for about 14 days, even though I had had the, I, was, I mean, I don't, I don't take it that, uh, that to work with me, but even though I'd had it like around, like it had been around my office at home, it had been, you know, I, I had, I had the, uh, the notebook out at various occasions, but I hadn't actually written anything in it. Mm. So I've decided to, to retire it for now. And I've just put it, rather than carrying the, the book around and, and things like that, I've actually just put it on my shelf for now, just as it is. Um, uh, so it's it's actually in the, it's currently still in the, um, the other Hobonichi, the arts and science Hobonichi case that I've got, which I still, I love that case but i th- i think what i was doing for the last, for those two weeks 14 days it was it took that, I'd, that i hadn't used it at the beginning of the month <laughs> i'd been carrying it around with, with me from room to room because i loved the case so much mm. but i hadn't actually used the notebook right so um when i kind of look when i looked at it and i looked at the, the i think it was on the I think it was at, it was at the start of the month anyway and I looked at it, and I kind of flipped back through the pages, and I was like, "Oh, literally two weeks have gone since since I last wrote in this, but but I've had it around." I just thought, actually, I should just put it somewhere else, and and then I'm not. It's not that I felt guilty about it. It's just it was a realization. Yeah, um, yeah. So while I, you know, while it went well for a few months, I, it's it's okay. It's not a problem. I'm just. I can look at it again when the second half of the year starts because it's in a vec.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that doesn't, if I decide
3: not to use it, I just won't. I just won't use that second book. You know, potentially someone else could use it or something. So it's not like I've got a massive empty book on my shelf that will give me guilt in future years or something. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I tried. It's okay. If I want to get it out and write something in it again, I will. But I don't want to have it as part of my. You know, system as my as my list of notebooks, if you if you will. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not using it, so the, the the focus is on the Hobonichi weeks for the planning and, and, and journaling, and that's the one that I tend to carry around with me to work, and that's um, that's the one that has the. So it's obviously it's, it's a, another kind of Hobonichi case around it. It's the Porter one. It's really. Again, really nice. It's different to the other one because it doesn't have a zip. We, we know how useful a zip is. Oh, but, yeah. um, but it hasn't bothered me. It hasn't bothered me. And it's starting to look a bit more aged now. It's got a few, uh, like, I don't know, dents in the mm-hmm. back. Uh, and it looks a little bit worn in the corners, which actually makes it feel like better. I actually prefer that. I've, yeah. You know, it's, I didn't, dis- obviously I've not, I've not disliked it at all, but it, but it is growing on me more over time. And obviously I, that's where I keep my world famous, um, Jetstream Prime Rotation <laughs> delivery single. World famous. Which, which seems to fit absolutely perfectly in the,
0: the kind of notch
3: that it has at the top.
0: Internal spine notch.
3: Yes. So it's, it is a perfect little combo. And so that's, that's where my, my focus is on at the moment is to use this guy. And, um, I, I do tend to use it. Uh, every multiple times in a week, I don't necessarily write in it every day. Yeah, Um but that's that was why that was one of the benefits of it being on the the kind of weekly spread layout. Mm-hmm. I often I do tend to write things for each day, but you know sometimes if I miss a day or whatever, it doesn't matter. Whereas you, you know how it is with those day per page japoniches.
0: There's a lot of space there.
3: Yeah, if you miss a day and for some reason. You don't really have anything to write in it. You know what I mean? Like, you end up with a page, yeah. and that's, that's, that doesn't happen as often um, mm-hmm. with the, with the each weeks. The only thing that I will say is that I, I wrote something early on in the back where I basically said, oh, I want to use these note pages. Cause, you know, they do, they do two versions. Yes. They do the each weeks and they do the Hobbinichi weeks mega.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And the mega has more note pages in the back. And part of me, when I got this, I was like, oh, am I going to regret it later? Am I going to wish I had? More pages in the back, but I counted the number of pages, and basically, if I used, I think it was something like two or three of those pages a month. I would never, I wouldn't run out. Right? That's pretty good. And I, I haven't even right? I've <laughs> used about I've used about four pages in it right this year in the last three months. Yeah. So I I feel like I want to take advantage of that space in the back a bit more. Um, because I don't tend to now. Um, so actually, uh, yesterday I was, I was writing some stuff in those, in those pages in the back. And I, I don't, I'm not really saying, oh, these pages in the back are only for this type of notes. I just feel like they just, they deserve to be used. Uh, so I, uh, so I'm just using them for whatever. Um, uh, uh, another thing that I kind of noticed was my, my use of field notes has dropped. Mine has too. Mine has a lot. Now it's, it is still very much my go-to notebook. Like if I need a new notebook for something, like it, it's a no brainer, right? If I'm just like, okay, I'm doing, um, you know, like my reviews that I tend to do, or, uh, if I need to plan something or, or bring some kind of, um, you know, use, use something, for like if I'm traveling or something and I mm. need to get some, some notes together, it's, it's still the one that I choose to use. Um, but, I think I used to I used to carry them around with me more often, and I I don't tend to now probably because of the way that my uh, current notebook case mm-hmm. it only has the the weeks in it. I don't I right. field notes in it. So I think it's because I don't tend to have one with me. I don't tend to use it as much. Um, and I don't know. I I feel kind of strange about that because I've got so you know I've got so many of them. And they are still my favorite type of notebook, but it's, it's just very strange that the, the usage has dropped so much this year so far compared to previous years. It's, it's really, it's, it's interesting. Um, I guess it's just like waves, you know, you, you use it a lot and then you don't use them so much. Digital though, digital. I've been using a lot of digital. That's the thing. I go
1: back to that whole thing about. Do you remember, like, I started this year being like, oh, I'm going to try using more notebooks. I spent a year doing digital and I'm going to try to do more analog. I've failed. There is no going back.
3: You're all digital now.
1: It's just, it's insane. Like, I used to find it really difficult to do digital, but since the iPad and the Apple Pencil, I just, I I just, I just, I, I feel like I just want to carry one thing.
3: Yeah. And, and, and to, and to be fair, like, um, I was, I was thinking about this before that I can, I can trace back my reduction in field notes use to me getting a Surface Go. That's, that is actually when, uh, it, it went down, um, was, was the, you know, when I got the Surface Go, I used that for more kind of, uh, ink based note taking. Mm. Over the field notes. Now, I do. I do a lot of ink-based note taking. Um, I, I I don't know. How, I don't really get a feel for who does it the most out of us three. I'm not really sure.
0: You mean digital ink? Yeah, definitely you. I would assume. You it. think so? Because because I
3: know I know I know I see you guys do it as well. But um,
0: I almost don't. I don't use digital ink.
3: You use. I see you using your pen. Oh, you use your pencil to get around the U, UI. And yeah, stuff, I
0: use it for everything other than using it for drawing and. Noting. Jordan,
3: you use yours quite a bit for doing diagrams and things like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I do, I do think that I use it. Like I was, you know, it's often when I'm just, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on some, it's like debugging something difficult, or trying to plan something, or design something. I, I find a good combination is to me to have my, you know, the computer that I'm working on being the surface book usually plugged into a screen and keyboard, but whatever it is. And then have the surface go next to me and I kind of write notes on that. And I definitely used to do that on the field notes that, mm-hmm. that was that, that using the screen and keyboard and having the mouse and having. A uh, uh, fully open because you know the field notes are just so perfect. But they're fully open, flat. Those two pages are right there. They don't fold over or uh, or anything like that. They 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 it's there. It's open. It's flat. You've got your pen, and you can just write down a little thing in it. You can draw a box. You can draw a diagram. And it was that's where the field notes were just absolutely perfect, right? But what I've been doing is I've had my my Surface Go with one note open on the screen. And it's kind of, it's usually kind of pushed quite far back, not always, but pushed quite far back. So I can just draw like straight on the screen without like really easily. So I can just, you know, sketch something on the screen and then go back to the computer. Now I know that that's, there's probably more effort on my part to use a Surface Go versus using the feel notes. But (laughs) They're in my system, right? Yeah. And this is the thing that Jordan, this is the reason why you you wanted to go to the first place is that you're carrying one thing, right? It's, it, it's all in one note. I can go to, because you know how I section one note by, um, by month, I can go to this month and I can see all of my notes and I, I split them by business and kind of personal. So I have two main, uh, I've got multiple, note, uh, sorry, one note notebooks. Um, but the two main ones are like my business one and my personal one. And they have that monthly section structure and I can just go there and see them and I can bring them up on the, the PC screen at the same time as, as I can view them on the surface go. I can look at them on the phone and, and they're just kind of there. And I think that has been why my field notes usage has dropped. I'm, I, I would not say that I'm all digital like you Jordan, because of course I do use my Apple Magic and I and I do use um, I use a Rhodia in uh, as well at, at work. I've got the pano book at home.
1: Don't get me wrong, I I really do miss reusing my pens. Right, I have some um, beautiful writing instruments. I just don't want to carry them around with me. I, it's an extra thing.
3: Yeah. And, and, and you, you do, I like, you know how I kind of carry everything to all those things that I think of as, as making me productive to, to work, basically. Um, I carry them to and from work every day, right? Cause I, I put them in my bag and I've got a very small bag. So I'm limited in size. I don't carry chargers, but I do have like emergency lightning and USB cables. Um, but basically it's the surface book, the surface go. Uh, the Kindle and my, you know, Hobonichi. and the Kindle. Let's face it, is sometimes optional. I don't always carry it with me, but it does. You know, it fits. It fits in there, so I do often have it with me. Um, but then, if I start thinking about, oh yeah, I don't want my field notes as well, and I know that they're small, smaller than the Kindle, but um, I don't know. It's just it's. You're right. It's the it's the it's the carrying it around as well.
1: I have a big bag. And I put my, you know, I've got that leather, I've got that, like, leather, um, what you may call it. It's like a leather. It's not really a case, but, you know, you put you put the, I put my field notes and my my, my notebooks in it. It's like a sheath. It's not really a sheath. It's like a cover, you know. <laughs> you know. And I love that thing. It's beautiful. But I carry that around with me. And I have, you know, some field notes in there. And um, one of the Hobonichi notebooks you know with the the, the the is it the tomorrow paper ones that the the, the colored yep. ones that andrew was talking mm-hmm. about and i just don't use them and not only do i not use them like i have a big backpack and i have my ipad in it uh, two sets of beats Xs, uh, you know now some airpods um a kindle my apple pencil my surface book every charger uh, a, a, a case for all my chargers and adapters for when i'm traveling um bank fobs uh, paracetamol, you know, it's literally just I take that bag and I've got everything I need just to, if I need to jump on a plane everything but my passport comes with me mostly, so if I need to travel around the UK, then I'm sorted, you know I've got everything, like apart from a change of clothes but, you know, that's kind of just goes to show that I'm more bothered about the technical than I am, my technology than I am about hygiene (laughs) (laughs) clothes Um, (laughs) well hey, hey hey, so and it comes back to that whole thing about me getting a desk and I feel like the pano books notebooks need to sit on a desk and always be at a desk. And if I need some thinking time, some alone time away from digital, then I will sit at a desk and I will get a pano book out or, mm-hmm. the you know, the Baron fig notebook that I've got and, and, or whatever it is, you know, like I just, but it's a shame. It's a, it's a real shame. I feel like I've, I've not got the space in my own head. I've also not got the space in physically. Uh, Yeah. Physically. And, and you can fit so much stuff in the digital. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know what you mean there because, because we've got ones you like, I, you know, you have one screen open and it's so flexible because it could have, can have one or it could have yeah. visual studio or it could have you know, Skype like it's got right now, or it could have browsers or whatever. And you've got, all of these different kinds of things. And when you're carrying items around with you, um, they take up space. <laughs> they really, they physically take up space.
1: And, and, and I'm just really, I've got my window note up right now. And I'm trying this new system where I'm, I used to have like a notebook and then sections, like for different things. But now I just have a month for every, like a month section and I just dump. Page in there. I think that was something you suggested, Jules.
3: That is what I have found to be the, the it's best. That's just the easiest
1: because you don't have to think about it, right?
3: Yeah. Because you're just, you're just collecting. You, all you're doing is you're just saying, I've got this one place. It, it, I mean, I do have other notebooks as well that I put stuff into. You've just got this one place, which is, Oh, I need to create a note right now. Oh, it goes in this month section. And I just type it. Oh, it's the start of a new month. Create a new section. I need to get one from last month. Easy. You know, it's just easy to get to.
1: And and on that, so I've got emails in here that I you know just forward to OneNote, so I've got them to review. So I don't have to go chugging through my my inbox, or so I've got notes where I've drawn out load stuff, and I'm looking at and it's five or six different pages a day in January, and the same in February, and the same in March, pretty much. So that's you know a hundred different sets of notes, uh, you know. Let's just call it on average every month. So I'm I'm able to write down more stuff. And store more stuff each day because I and and it's all there. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I think if I was using a field notes, and I have you know like I used to, I would be a little bit conservative about how much I write down. Now that's not a bad thing either. Like being like a bit more picky about what you write down and what you'd note take or try and be more concise. I think is actually quite a good thing. So you know having a confined amount, confined space. So I'm not I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. I don't think. I'm just saying that. At the moment, there's so much that goes on that I don't think a field notes or even any kind of notebook, bar maybe maybe a moleskin, you know, that, you know, because they have a lot of pages in them. I would say, would probably be up for it. And also, I, digital, right? Like I can just throw things in, screenshot things, and it's it's harder to do that with obviously an analog notebook. Uh, my my
0: field notes use jewels has also dropped. Uh, in fact, I just checked and I started my current field notes on the 1st of January 2019. Wow. And uh, I have two pages left in it. So I'm actually finished with this one pretty much. But that just goes to show that this one has taken three months. And I used to use a minimum of one a month, if not oh, two. Yeah.
3: You used to, you, yeah, I was more... I was
0: more than that, wasn't I? Yeah. I mean you used to have two you know, we we all tried having like two going at a time for certain things and playing around with them, but I
3: of yeah, I often had two. I often had two yeah. um usually one for like business stuff and one for personal stuff at the same time, yeah.
0: My my field notes usage is also has usage has also dropped, but I feel as though that is slightly I don't know, it's probably skewed because I've been using the rodeo pad a hell of a lot. That thing is is yeah
3: you have, yeah, I think yours is yours is probably for different reasons, i think I think, because of the fountain pens not working in the field notes,
0: yeah, that's probably it, you know, and that's they do and they do
3: it, work man. on your rodeo pad, um, and i think I wonder because I, I know you've done a lot of a lot of work recently in the rodeo pad, which is you know it's a good size, it is larger and everything else, but I think. I do wonder if all the fountain pens just worked in the field notes the same way, if you, you'd probably just continue with those. Yeah,
0: yeah, I probably would. I mean, for certain things, like, I mean, I still use this. In fact, I've probably used this. I probably used half of it in the past month. So, you know, the first half was two months time. So it's definitely picked up. But I think as well, like it, maybe because I've been, I just, I've created this um, in Bear Notes. I have this file called Scratchpad and I've just yeah. been dumping random stuff in there. But when it comes to, for example, maths or maths-based things that I need to work out, I'm doing at the time, I'm just scribbling down, or, you know, just, like, sketching something quickly and, like, making some notes about how something could flow, like, data-wise. Yeah, like, map mappy
3: type things yeah. and diagrams.
0: Or some examples of cases that I need to prepare for. But then, like, they're all going in there now, and that's because I've been doing a certain um, project that requires a lot of that. But... I also used to put a hell of a lot of, I, was, I actually looked through my field notes not too long ago, in the start of this year, I think, and I used to use them for all of my task lists. I used to, I remember, I used to obviously use a digital task list as well, but I yeah. used to use them for like, okay, this is what um, this project or this UI thing needs to do, so here's this list. I've been putting all of that stuff in bare notes, like just as uh, markdown lists, and, well, checkbox lists, and just using that for some reason. And not actually doing any of that in the analog world, so it's interesting because there's just different cases now where I'm doing I'm using different tools for parts that I you know wouldn't have done in the past. So it's, it's strange. I still like carrying a field notes every day. They still do definitely come in handy. Yeah. But if I come out of this year with four being used, I'll I guess I won't be surprised, but I'll be kind of sad about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same. Like I'm not, I don't, I I don't feel bad. I don't want to feel bad about it. So I'm not going to let myself feel bad about it, but it does, it is, it does seem a bit like, uh, it's, it's a bit of a shame. Do you know what I mean? Because I really like, I really like the result of, I really like using them and I really like the result of having the used notebooks and Mm. everything about them. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat myself up about it in the same way that, you know, me deciding to retire the evac. Oh, well, you know, it's okay because, you know, I just want to, I just want to continue and I will continue to to use different, different things. Um, and I'm sure at some point I'm going to be like, oh, I just, I just want to, I just want to use some field notes right now. And I'll go yeah. through a phase of, of being, you know, really kind of, um, keen on, on the field notes again. But I think it's, um, I think it's interesting that we have the, the you know, we uh, the three of us have all had that um, all those kind of good experiences with both uh, the analog as well as the digital. And mm-hmm. I think for many folk these days, they don't, um, especially younger folk, they don't tend to care for the analog at all. So I'm I'm really pleased, I'm really thankful that I've got that option, um, and I've got good good notebooks, good pens. Uh, I've got, you know, I found the ones that I like, and I can just use them at any time. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I am still really, really pleased that I that I've got them. Uh, it's just interesting that that the the usage changes over time, isn't it? It's, mm-hmm. it's quite, it's quite interesting.
0: My my final point would just be that I have two shipments left on my Fieldnote subscription, so three to six months before I need to renew. I don't know if I'm going to be able to justify resubscribing.
1: I mean that's one one pen a year. One fountain pen a year, isn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. I, I there's, yeah. there's absolutely I just resubscribed, there's no doubt in my mind subscribing. I I I still love them. I still love them, but um it's just it's just it's the uh it's the the, the usage of them has definitely gone down, but uh, that is
1: they're still a beautiful notebook, yeah. and you would want them in your collection.
3: I would say like the subscription I am absolutely still continuing to get but I but I I do know that there have been a number of uh uh lesser limited editions that have come out that I have not got like yeah. ones that are either uh, branded because I've got some of the branded ones here but um I've I've definitely seen a number of editions that I have just seen and gone oh that's pretty and just not not bothered with mm.
0: I usually get the 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 tournament of books one. I think it is uh, every year, and this year it's out, and I just haven't bought it. I don't know if I can anymore, but I have three or four of those.
3: Uh, same, same. Yeah, I I, I get I, I get them I get them when I yeah I get them when when I, I wouldn't say that that was one I get every time, but um, I do get them when they become available when it's easy for me to get. Um, but I don't think I don't think I've ever really kind of gone out of my way to. To get one um but if they are available i do you know if it's convenient for me to get them I, I do get them but i haven't i haven't this year and uh there's a couple of others that i just haven't i haven't bothered with but but i would if like there was a nice draper one out yeah that yeah, would definitely I could... um i definitely try, probably get a, a few of those
0: yeah i i, I it's just I don't know if I can justify resubscribing because I have such a massive backlog of them, and I do, I do have the ones that I kind of um, care about the most, and I haven't used many of those, and they're on my, actually on my desk. So I just, I guess it's gonna, ha- we're gonna have to see how it is when it comes to it. But um, I think you should. I don't use them as much. I don't use them as much. So, and I've got so many. I could, I could literally not subscribe for another lifetime. <laughs>
3: I, I for, for the listeners who don't know how the Fieldnet subscriptions uh, work, um, basically they also they make these available and they give, they, uh, so it's four editions a year, and they send them to subscribers first. And basically as soon as the shipment goes out, they then make them available on their website. So if there is an edition that, um, that tickles your interest and you, you like it, you can, you can get it. Like, you don't need a subscription. You can just buy, you could just buy them from, from Field Notes directly. And due to the numbers that they, that they release these days, you can also get them from people like Colt Pens in the UK and stuff as well. In the past, they used to be much smaller runs. Um, so they were harder to get hold of, but these, these days it tends to be relatively easy to get hold of, um, of editions as they come out. You know, we've got duplicates of, uh, of our favorite editions and so on. Mm-hmm. The only kind of other thing is that they do give you, uh, exclusives for subscribers. So, for example, we've, in the past, we've had, uh, they've just sent us, uh, notebooks for the sake of it. Um, like the anniversary ones, um,
0: the ones with our names on. Yeah. The
3: commemorative reprints or whatever they called them mm-hmm. of, uh, Butcher Bloom and Butcher Orange. Um, so there's other stuff that you get and as well as in each, um, In each shipment from a particular edition, they usually put a little something else in there as well. So whether it's um the the models for the for the um the space ones um or the extra notebook when the lunacy edition came out, you know, there's there's always something extra you get as as a subscriber. But um if you just want you know that, that limited edition, you could you can just get it. Um so even if you didn't subscribe. It doesn't mean that uh, it's gone forever. You can always get these things. And of course, as we know very well, you can get them through eBay. Mm. Uh, even including the subscriber extras, you can get through eBay. And um, I know that, you know, in the past, when we when we first started looking at field notes um, and some of the earlier editions were, were hard to get hold of, uh, I, I certainly got a few from eBay at that time. And I'm, I'm still really glad I did because I've, I've used... Quite a few of them. I've still got some, uh, stashed away for, for a rainy day, including, um, uh, including National Crop. I've got another edition of National Crop, which I'm looking forward to using one day.
0: I'm scared to use mine because I haven't got any backups. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: I was lucky, yeah, I was lucky enough to have, <laughs> to have another set. So, uh, and, uh, those ones to me are absolute classic field notes. And if, that's the kind of of addition personally that if I'm like, Oh, I really, I just want to use a field notes. I'll probably go to one of those really old editions right now because, um, because they're just so nice, you know, they're classic field notes. Yeah. They not necessarily got any extras or, um, or, you know, uh, special features about them. They're just, they're just pocket notebooks. And, um, it's probably you know if I if at, every, at any point I feel like I just need to to use a field notes that's probably uh, probably what I'll go for. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You'll have to let us know. Yeah, I will if you yeah. decide to uh, resubscribe or not.
0: Okay, let's switch from the the analog world and go to the digital world. Um, do you like my transition there? I'm the transition king. Transition king. I did that good one with the space one last last week. But anyway, we we have some Apple stuff to talk about quickly. As we record right now, it is Sunday the 24th of March and tomorrow is the, the Apple event. And I just wanted to mention two things. One, I would expect no hardware um, at this event unless they unveil air power, which we'll see. But I doubt it.
3: It would be massive. They would just be then taking the Mickey if, if they did. But it seems unlikely at this stage.
0: They will be I, I assume showing off their new service, their new TV service and possibly a game service but um, I don't want to go I think we'll save those for maybe uh, an episode after the event to chat about those the last thing I wanted to talk about before I hand over to you guys because you actually have some things to talk about in terms of Apple gear is that uh, they actually did something really interesting this week where they released on Monday uh, new iPads uh, on Tuesday new iMacs and on Wednesday new AirPods Now, the iPads are pretty cool. Uh, New iPad Mini, which is great to see. Uh, Same design, pencil support. um, But yeah, new spec update, which is great. I think if I were to get a Mini, I'd be happy buying that one now. But the iMacs, because I'm a a really massive fan of the iMac. I love my machine a lot. Uh, I wanted to just mention that they've kept all the prices the same on the 27-inch models, pretty much, but uh, they're now six cores by default. And that's pretty. That's pretty awesome.
3: That is nice. It's probably cheaper for them for some reason, but
2: it is
0: nice. I'm really, I'm really kind of happy about that. Like, I think that considering what happens at WWDC, I definitely want to have a similar machine uh, in the office where we work to what I have here at home. And
3: well, you you certainly need something. Your computer sounds like it's gonna. So you've got a relatively low powered
0: yeah it's Mac. the macbook escape the original 13 inch macbook escape um it sounds
3: like it's gonna take off a lot yeah. of time with the, with the fans going and i've I've seen how much slower it is to build the code
0: yeah so traveling with that machine is nice because it's light and small and stuff but i think moving forward um i want something similar to what i've got at home in terms of power and display um so what i'm going to do is i'm going to see how wwdc goes Hopefully, they'll release a new display. I imagine it might be December when that comes out, though, considering the iMac Pro's release date from when it was actually announced. And then maybe, you know, we'll see what the Mac Pro is like, but maybe a Mac Mini? I don't know, uh, because the new Mac Minis are great, too. So I want to just mention that, but you guys have been uh, making some purchases, and I think we'll probably get into more detail about these in a later episode. But do you guys want to just chat about those?
3: AirPods. They announced them... They announced them on, um, on Wednesday. And you guys know this because I've, I've mentioned it on multiple occasions that I, that I have been in the market for some, some AirPods. Uh, the, the main reason being that, um, I got three, basically three pairs of Sony headphones of, of various different form factors a, a few, a few years ago now. And they're all kind of reaching that point of their life when they could do with being, replaced um so i was kind of looking around to decide what i wanted to do the um one of the pairs of the uh of the sony headphones i've got are the, are the in-ear ones which have amazing sound quality so they're, they're so they the bluetooth in-ear where each one is there's no cable going between them they're just in like a similar kind of thing to the airpods amazing sound quality but the connectivity is nowhere near as good as airpods the um the case is nowhere near as good as the airpods the battery life is nowhere near as uh good as airpods and i got it just before i got my iphone and i wish i'd just got airpods but there was no i was basically waiting for these new ones to be announced um and i think pretty much as soon as i saw that they were available i ordered some so they're they they are on the way, I cannot comment on them just yet, but but uh, I know someone who can. John, do you, do you want to tell us what happened with with your AirPods?
1: Yeah, I bought some AirPods, and then they released some new ones like the next day.
3: It was two days. Yeah, ago. it was
1: it was it was very close because it was pretty. Yeah, I was just like, I'm going to go buy some AirPods. Beat sexes, right, um, and I wear them, and I have two pairs of them because I got one free with my iPad, and then someone got an iPad and gave me them as well. So you know, so the sound quality in them is great and I like wearing them around
3: my neck, but you are on the phone so much. Just, just so that yeah. the listeners understand, uh, John is uh, on phone calls. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even know what your statistics are, but, uh, for, for, for a lot of the day for, for a good yeah. chunk of the day using Skype and actual phone calls and teams and other, and other bits and pieces. So, uh, it, it's it is no surprise to see Jordan literally all day with like one headphone in or at least around his neck. Just 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 for you to picture that.
1: I mean, yeah, imagine me just walking around with just one earphone in all the time. It's great, and I'm pretty sure I'm going slightly more deaf in one ear than the other. So, but alas, the so I got that first pair, and they were like, "Yeah, eight hours of battery life," and it just lasted all day for me, and I'd listen to it music in between. And then they started to degrade, and I would get maybe four hours out of them. So they would last basically my morning. So then I got a second pair, and I would switch between them. If there was there would be this awkward moment where one pair would die, and I'd be like, right, hold on, hold on, I just need to go get my other headset. Or I'd be wearing both headsets occasionally at the same time, just one was off, so I'd look even weirder. But that only happened once or twice, and I thought it would look too weird. So I thought, well, then it's what happened was I would forget to charge them, at night so i used to get to work and both pairs would be dead mm. uh so i was just like you know f this i mean it's some airpods because they've got this case and it means if i keep putting them in the case they'll be charging and oh, wouldn't that be lovely and i was holding off on buying some kind of similar to usuals because i was like oh these airpod 2s you know ooh mm, you know apparently they'll charge up in 15 minutes and so no, they'll be in, they'll come in black and they'll be a, you know they won't be glossy and um i just thought Everyone was saying there won't be any hardware at this event. Like, you know, there won't be any hardware. I was like, well, you know what? I'll just buy these AirPods. So I went to the Apple store and I bought some. I was like, and I've been using them and, you know, they sound good and, but, and they're very comfortable and they're very easy and they charge up in the older uh, charging case. And, uh, yeah, two days later they released the new, new AirPod version. So I'm taking them. So I've just bought the new AirPods on the store. Yeah. And I'm going to go take these ones back because it's like, okay. I'm not having this.
0: Which was kind of what you hoped. Because you bought well, them with the fourteen day notice be- overlapping yeah, the to, event on purpose. I don't purpose. want people to
1: think I'm just, just been like, oh, you know, I made it overlap on the event on purpose. I'm just gonna return some perfectly good AirPods.
0: No, but... I think I think
1: that's a very valid thing to do. Okay. Well then in that case, that's exactly what it was. People do
0: people do this all the time. Like this people do this all the time, Jordan. People buy MacBooks to try them and air and iPads to try them and say actually I don't want the 12.9, I want the 11, because uh, it's too big. Or, for example, when I got my original 12.9, I bought the the keyboard case and then figured that, actually, I want an escape key and replaced it for a smart cover and an external keyboard. Mm. So, like, this thing, these true. things happen all the time. True, true. Um, and it's a very... It's, it's nice that they have a 14... I mean, 14 days, obviously, not 30 days, but um, it means you yeah, can... Yeah, no questions asked right, kind of thing. You can just go, actually... I mean, the fact is, people will be returning these right now, left, right, and send them because yeah, you yeah. know, and, but they'll get recycled, and, or they'll get dealt with. And,
3: and, they, and they're not selling the old ones anymore, though, keep that in mind, like, the these new ones have replaced it on the on the store, right? Yeah. The the old model is no longer available. I was actually going to, well, I, I had been, because, uh, you know, I've been going on about back for quite a while, I have been checking mm-hmm. the Apple store to work out when they would be available. And the interesting thing was the shipping date. Do you remember me showing you the shipping date was like the 26th for yeah. for the normal AirPods? Like it would say, yeah, if you buy some now, you're not going to get them in the, until the 26th. And when the new ones came out, the, this it was exactly the same, 26th. So I wonder if they, I, I, I wonder about that. Like, would they really have sent me an old pair for the 26th? Or would it have been a, been a new pair? I mean, I, don't, I just don't know. Um, because the date didn't change. I could have picked some up in the Apple Store, but for delivery, it was just saying twenty sixth. So if someone ordered some on the 20th or whatever it was, before, this, before the new ones were announced, and they said, okay, you're going to get your pair on the 26th, are they going to ship out an old pair? Uh, yeah, they are. But they're the same price as the new pair. It's-
0: but at the same time, they have old stock. And also, I think, I think that might just be because there is a lot of demand for AirPods. And, I mean, because it seems like if they would fix that delivery date to that, because it's after the event, that seems almost to me like it's like a leak and they've done it on purpose in a way. And that seems like they wouldn't, they wouldn't like that.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it but it did seem funny to me that, like, I was, I was waiting and I was thinking, oh, well, you know, if they said next day delivery, oh, maybe I'd get them. But um, I was flirting with the idea anyway. Um, but i I'm pleased that when I did go to purchase the new ones, I it was just the same date anyway. So it's like, oh well, okay, I'll get them yeah. the next week.
1: It did slip pretty quickly though. Mine are not on the same delivery as yours. Mine are like saying, like it says right now on my app, um, arrives between the fourth and ninth of April, and that the item will take longer than usual to ship.
3: Yeah, my, mine have might have already shipped.
1: Yeah, and your so yours came were moved, wasn't it? It was originally that date and then they moved it. So.
3: No, 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 no. Mine, mine has always said the 26th. Oh, the really? Looking... They've
1: oh, they shipped already. Yeah, so that means you'll get them next week. Just to just to mention that
0: I I actually got my AirPods, uh, the original AirPods, um, on launch day because I ordered them when they got released on the website and the first day they were actually shipping, I got them, which is pretty cool. And I have not ordered a new pair. I use mine for about an hour and a half every day and that is it. Just to, just to add in, because I actually, I used to use my, and I think we spoke about this in the past actually on an episode when I got the Sony's, but I used to use the AirPods every single day, day in and day out to listen to music while I was writing code or doing work or whatever. Problem is that as the office got more people in it and it got louder and that's just, you know, that's fine. Um, my ear health, I, I think I got, I got a little scared for my ear health because I was turning up the music to drown out the people and, um, and then I invested recently a couple of months ago in the in the noise cancelling sony w h m one thousand m x twos or whatever they're called <laughs> yeah they're all a terrible name um well done sony um but noise cancelling and in the office and stuff is definitely the preferred thing for me at the moment
3: you know I mentioned I've got like three pairs and two of them have Active noise cancelling, so they've they've got microphones that that you know send the sound waves in the opposite way to reduce the sound and so on. And yeah, that is that is definitely something that I like and want. But you've but you've you've seen me every time I make a phone call. I I don't. What do I what do I use? I have to plug in some. Mm -hmm. I have to plug in some. uh, What are they called? Earpods. Whatever they're called. Yeah. The wired ones. Um, the wired ones. Every time I have to make a phone call, that's what I use because it's just, um, they, they don't work. Like, I've got so inconsistent um, performance with uh, Bluetooth headphones on my phone that I I have to either just use the phone itself, which I don't want to do, or use a wired headphone. So, yeah, I, I totally not, I, I 100% agree that um, noise cancelling by far gives you the best... Audio, but also gives you um the best kind of isolation in terms of, um, you know, trying to code, trying to concentrate, mm-hmm. especially in the office. And I would love something the size of, you know, Air- AirPods that do that, but mm-hmm. I, it's not this generation. And, no. um, you know, for the other use cases where I just want some headphones and it doesn't necessarily need to be noise canceling. So spoken audio, uh, when I'm outside and all these kind of other reasons, I am. Yeah, that's, that's the reason I, I know that they've got these issues because, because of the fact that, you know, we've discussed it. Um, but they, they still seem, uh, like a useful thing to have to me. And I would have got them sooner if I, you know, known that I got, I was going to get an iPhone. Um, and instead of getting the Sony's to go with my Windows phone, like, cause I was, cause I was checking at the time to see if AirPods mm-hmm. would work with a Windows phone. And they didn't, but yeah so whether whether they're the best thing for the noisy office or not you know when I'm trying to focus probably not but you know i would i would quite like some surface headphones for that but Mm -hmm. um seeing as all three of my sony pairs are reaching the end of their life like i am looking to get some of the 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 surface headphones but i don't know if the time is right for surface headphones because because they're kind of very first gen i yeah, I, I do wonder if I want to wait for a second generation of those.
0: I mean, you having said that kind of wipes out my my next point. But I was going to say that Apple apparently are working on actual headphones, which should have noise cancelling, which would be interesting. But they would also be first gen.
3: Yeah, and I, I did see this because cause they mentioned. Well, yeah, I, I get that, but um, but so, but Apple also has Beats, so
0: it's that's true. That's true.
3: I know that, and they've, you know, they made headphones for quite a while. Microsoft Mobile had headphones in terms of the the stuff that they made for their uh, Lumia phones in the past, which was some of the skills that they took over from uh, the Nokia team. Um, And I've actually still got some of those and they're actually really good. They're a bit like, um, they're a bit like AirPods. But, um, no, the, the thing with the, the thing with the Surface headphones, um, so, so one is the fact that they, they, they are, they only come in that one color, which is the kind of Surface color. I do think I would prefer black, though that doesn't bother me massively. But I do know that, for example, if you're using it for the PC, for some reason, like you can't disable the, the Hey Cortana stuff. Um, it, it feels like they've made it, they, they just need to learn a little bit more. And they don't fold. Mm-hmm. They don't fold flat or anything. That case is massive. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sure I would like them, and I'm sure I would if I had them at home. I would enjoy them, and it, but I just think that at this stage, because my Sony ones, unfortunately, they are falling apart, but they still work. And while they still work, I can't really justify getting the Sony. Sorry, getting the Surface ones when I'm on the fence about them. If that makes sense. If these if these Sony ones broke. It it makes sense. But while these ones are continuing to work, I, I'm I'm just gonna wait it out for as long as possible, basically. And I will I will look at the I will look at the um the iPhone, sorry, the Apple ones when they come out to see. But um I think I'd rather have a pair of Apple ones and a pair of Microsoft ones. So the Microsoft ones for use on the PC and the um Apple ones for use in the phone, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean I d I don't really understand like the point in Apple creating these these headphones, if they've got Beats, like the Beats have the the W one chip in it that I have, and they work as if they work in the same way as other Apple products. It's really nice, you know. They use Lightning um, to charge.
3: They've got the new H one in the um, chip in the, yeah. in, the, uh, in the new in the new AirPods, new AirPods. Yeah. and they specifically said that it's for headphones, like not just for the yeah. Headphones. So I don't know. I, I I I assume that there's there will be some something in them, Um, probably some kind of sensors or something that perhaps the beats don't have in the same way that when you put the, um, when you take the AirPods out of the case and put them in your ears, it automatically connects and it can switch between devices really well and all those kind of bits and pieces. I would assume that the, the Apple over the head head headphones would do a similar kind of thing, but
1: who knows? Hmm. So it kind of begs the question as well is like, Oh, it doesn't doesn't beg the question rather that the reason I bought the AirPods and and the same reason you bought the AirPods is when you want to just literally be on the phone. You just want to, like if I'm on a phone call now, the thing I love about the AirPods, having used them for a week is that with the beads, right, you have to turn them on, you have to wait. And that's a really annoying thing to do because the button's a bit like, it's like on the thing and you're like, have I turned them on? Have I not? And it is actually really annoying. Like. You have to hold them down for a certain amount of time, and I know it sounds really simple, but actually, it really frustrates me sometimes when I'm like trying to say, "Oh, hold on a second, to someone, and I'm getting my headset." If you just put the AirPods in your ear, they turn on and it just switches over automatically. Yeah, that just that feature alone has made them like a worthwhile buy for phone calls
3: and charging in the case
1: and charging in the case. Yeah, and 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 I was thinking that actually, would I? I've got these AirPods; they're nice, and I will, I'm using them. um they're not really meant to be like a main music thing. Like I'm, st- like I was in the gym yesterday. I'm gonna st- gonna continue to use my beats. Um, yeah, because because they, they've got noise
3: isolation. They've not got noise cancelling, yeah, but they've got noise exactly isolation. the
1: bass response is so much better in yeah. than the AirPods. Yeah. for that reason, um, so so yeah. And the, but like I'm thinking to myself, I was like, you know, the wireless charging and the upgraded sound quality. Apparently, they're slightly better, but that's probably gonna be negligible. Like there isn't that much difference in them. Like you, you know, not it's not a noticeable difference. Like by by all, all accounts, like having a wireless charging case maybe is nice. And and obviously, I've not ever had them die on me yet because I've only had them a week, so I can't be like, well, I want the AirPods two or second generation rather for better battery life or or whatever because they're brand new. Do you know what I mean? And going so I I was debating whether I should return them or not, but then I'm thinking, well, for the same amount of money, I could just have the the latest gen. So there's no point in not returning them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so. So yeah, I'm going to return them. I've ordered my other ones, and I'm probably going to. I've ordered them with a wireless charging case too. Yeah, me which too. Is slightly more expensive, but I have a wireless charging plate on my desk, which I've been using uh, on and off for a bit. And I think that it it's nice to not have your AirPods die, like because they go in the case. But it'll be nice not to have the charging case die if it's always sat on my desk on the on the charging plate. So yeah. However, going back to Andrew's point about recycling um i read that they are literally impossible to recycle not only that i was also watching a video on youtube from a youtube like you know vlogger tech, tech vlogger and he uses his uh, he said he's used his airpods every day for about 2 years and now he gets only gets 30 minutes of talk time on on his airpods yeah that that is a reported thing that i've heard about yeah. the airpods and after 2 years i'm that's fine, like, yeah, like, totally, you'd replace them, they've done their job, like, like, that's the whole point of what Apple do, they make them so you get the next Yeah, but in. also,
3: it's not it's not just that, I just don't think we're geared towards having something that goes into our ears like, for for multiple years, we, 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 we are capable of building something that is uh, able to take that kind of use and continue to be good.
1: I don't know, like, the headphones I'm using right now, are my Beats solo hds that i bought in 2010 Do so they go over your ears oh that's true that is true
3: you know the, the the sony's the sony's that i have they go in your ears but they have like a piece of rubber that goes on them i don't know i just i i think i think with the yeah with the with the air airpods in in particular like there there isn't any real kind of protection over them or anything like that so i don't know they are the original you know headphones are the original wearable technology though aren't they And yeah, uh, if you're not counting wristwatches
1: and AirPods definitely have redefined, like, like that, that they are like, I would say they are the best, like while completely, truly wireless headphones.
3: Yeah, there's, there's no doubt that my Sony sound better because they honestly, they sound so good. They sound, they sound better than my round the neck ones. Like they, yeah, those Sony and ear ones, they sound really, really good. But the, but the battery life on them is nowhere near as good as, as an AirPod and charging them is a pain because you have to clip them in the case and way too many occasions I clip them in the case and thought they were charging, but they weren't charging and only one of them was charging, and then I go to plug them in. and uh, All of that stuff Mm. has been absolutely nailed by Apple. They've done such a really good job on that. But
1: it it is a shame that they are, by the sounds of it, not recyclable. So it is one of those products where I was looking at a teardown of them and they are literally, like I said, it's not even that, you know, for reuse or like refurbish, you know, to, to it's just that, you know, that most of these AirPods are going to go in landfill or something. Well, pro-
3: most of them are probably lost. Yeah. <laughs> in landfill. Well, yeah, people probably lose them somewhere.
1: Did you guys know that, you know, the CSS selectors in the, you know, the visited CSS selector? hmm You know, when you've been to a website? And it, like and you can say, oh, if you visited this, then highlight it like a different color. Mm-hmm. I've oh, this I've just read something, but it's only just clicked. People can use that to fingerprint your browser history. I didn't know this. You can you can you can you can query two hundred and ten thousand items from your history a second or a minute using that in 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 browser. So yeah. you could write some code. I had no idea that that's that's it's amazingly clever. But I didn't know people could u- boot up a JavaScript tool or write some javascript and then just query all my browser history and then fingerprint it yeah that's crazy you guys knew this and didn't tell me yeah well i wouldn't necessarily say that i
0: uh would say oh yeah this is something that i could do but if someone told me you know that you can then get if someone was uh you know you can see that information yeah like that makes yeah, sense it's to obvious, you know, yeah
1: but you kind of you kind of think oh well how are these ads like appearing and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. I've not even googled it. Now it makes sense.
3: Yeah, there's there is a lot of that. There is a lot of that around. People are very clever. Like it. Like
1: I'm a bit like annoyed that I didn't think of that myself.
3: Yeah, I I tend to notice those kind of things more so on my phone than um, and it's always so irritating on the phone because those kind of adverts and things pop up um ridiculously huge on a phone, but I noticed some less on my PC because, as as a, I think I've discussed previously, I've got a host file on here that blocks out tons and tons of tracking websites and things like that. So they just they break, they point to localhost, and, and then they yeah, just don't yeah. work. So a lot of adverts and things don't tend to work for me. Um, but I, I I don't know if um, <laughs> I can never know like everything that's tracking um because there's just tons of it and i know that um people recommend like clearing out your history regularly and things like that if you want to kind of not be profiled and tracked like that and i don't tend to do that um i think it's very very rare that i clear the history on my on my browsers unfortunately but um yeah i'm i'm aware that i'm certainly aware that that is a, a thing and that um you know companies Build these build up these uh, these profiles at the back end based
1: on cookies and you know certain types of tracking, sure, but the fact that they can brute force your history yeah like any site can te- technically brute force your history like I did not click onto that like they could get, literally check every domain, you know every top two hundred thousand domain to see if I've been there in like would maybe just been on the page for for a minute or so mm-hmm. That's crazy. It's just crazy. I didn't, I didn't realize. Um, the, the just you know the reason the article I was reading is that Mozilla are making that making sure that that can't be done in Firefox anymore.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like a really
1: good move. move. Yeah. yeah, I wonder how that works. You know how when you click on things in iPhone apps and it opens up like the internal yeah uh, like deep view browser yeah. But it, well, yeah, deep linking, but you... you, you sorry, the... Well, when,
3: the it, when it opens up the browser control... Safari controller. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's my understanding
3: that that is disconnected from, from Safari.
1: Yeah, so it's not... For, yeah, so you can't, like... Because I'd be interested if that history goes in, like, at the very no, least, no, the history goes in. I think it's separate. Because that would be weird as well. Like, imagine, like, you click on something on LinkedIn or, you know, Twitter or Facebook, and it opens up that internal browser. Speaking of which, I get extremely
0: annoyed with um, sometimes when it opens a Safari view controller and you go, okay, I want to open this in a browser but I use Chrome, I don't use Safari and sometimes it doesn't let you open it in Chrome, so then you try and go to the center Chrome action, and it's like do you want to add a bookmark for this? And it's like no, I want to open it, and it doesn't let you.
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's literally why I use Safari. Um, I just, there, there's just no, there's no point. I like, guess I use Edge for my, for my kind of personal browsing. I use Edge on the PC and I've got Edge on, on the iPhone, but, um, I just, there's, there's no point. It's, it, I find it easier to just use Safari for simply for that, uh, for that reason that, it, that when you are opening things from other places, it just works. Cause like it, originally when I first got an iPhone, I was like, okay, Outlook. It asks you, it's like which browser do you want to use when you open links, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. hell yeah, I want to use Edge. Of course, I want to use Edge, but then everything else uses Safari. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, no, this is just, this is just isn't going to work. So I just I don't I don't bother. I do have Edge on it, but usually that's if I'm if I know that I'm going to a de- destination uh, where I need to use one either my Microsoft account or my business uh, AD account because they are pre-logged in, in edge profiles. Um, Whereas the general surfing the web is just done at safari. Um, And yeah, they're probably tracking me across all the things that I look at.
0: If you'd like to find the show notes for today's episode, you can do so by going to mavispodcast.com slash 35, or viewing them in your podcast player of choice. If you'd like to send us any feedback or ask us any questions, you can do so by emailing hello at mavispodcast.com or tweeting us at mavispodcast. I am at Andrew Hathaway on Twitter, Julian is at Julian K, and Jordan is at Jordan is on Fire.